0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time of the day it is you are joining us. This is the Tulsa World Scene podcast slash Zoom video. Um, I'm joined by my lovely and talented colleagues, Grace Wood and Jimmy Trammell, uh, to talk about things that are coming up uh, in the um, arts, entertainment, lifestyle, etc. world world uh, that we cover for the Tulsa World, uh, which you can pick up at. Retailers everywhere or online at TulsaWorld.com. It's rare for us to um, have a bit of, it's probably not so breaking now, but relatively new news. One of the things I had planned on working on this week was about the forthcoming production of Oklahoma, which is the Broadway, or the Turing production of the Broadway revival that won the Tony a couple of years ago. Um, That has been postponed um, primarily because of the way this, the the musical has been adapted in this revival. Um, They kind of went back to um, Lynn Riggs' original play. Lynn Riggs was a Claremore native and um, I believe a member of the Cherokee Nation um, who wrote a play called Green Grow the Lilacs that was the basis for Oklahoma. In fact, Rogers, I mean, Oscar Hammerstein said, um, all the good things in Oklahoma came from green grove of lilacs. And it is a rather dark, rather melodramatic show. And so this Oklahoma um, is a very gun, there's there's a lot of guns uh, involved and it ends with, an onstage act of, of fairly graphic gun violence. And after a lot of deliberation, the uh, local presenter celebrity attractions and talking with the producers of the show decided to postpone um, the show in the wake of the uh, the mass shooting at St. At Francis Hospital Complex and the one a few days earlier in Taft. and all the ones that have happened um, around those two horrible events. So, um, so Tulsa won't, won't won't get to see this Oklahoma for a while. Um, but um, there's information on uh, refunds that will appear um, online and in the in the Tulsa World. Um, to 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 move on to something um, a little brighter, perhaps. Um, we all know that Gary Busey is usually good for a laugh or two, but now uh, his his the next generation of, of Buseys is getting into the entertainment business. Uh, and Jimmy
1: Trammell has a little bit about that. I feel so jazzed to talk about this because uh, James and I are old. Our pop culture references sometimes go over the head of uh, Grace, who is not old. Uh, <laughs> so, Grace, I'm trying to picture... Don't say. I'm trying to picture in my mind how old you would have been around 2011. So I'm thinking you might have watched Jesse on the Disney Channel or or you're too old at that point in 2011 to have watched Jesse on the Disney Channel.
2: I think I have seen Jesse. Let me... If I think it's what I'm thinking of.
1: Hey, Jesse. I'm not going to sing. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Debbie,
1: Debbie Ryan. Hey, Jesse. There you go. Okay. Yep. I feel good that I've included Grace because uh, there, there was a spinoff. Jesse lasted four seasons. Uh, some of the kids, after those four seasons, moved on to a spinoff show called Bumped, which starts its sixth season on Friday at Camp uh, Kikiwaka, if you've ever seen it. Uh, One of the new campers in season six is Luke Busey, the 12-year-old son of Gary Busey, who uh, obviously graduated from Nathan Hale High School in Tulsa. So we're going to claim Luke Busey as our local connection to the show. There's one more, but uh, you can read about it uh, in Friday's Tulsa World on Tulsaworld.com. But uh, Luke Busey, uh, I've seen the episode, the debut episode. It airs Friday, June 10th on the Disney Channel, and uh, he fits right in as one of the new kids, one of the new campers at Camp Kikiwaka, which in season six is going to a dude ranch in Dusty Tush, Wyoming. Okay, so there you go. But uh, it, really Subtle, anyway. <laughs> it really has a lot of Subtle this show isn't, anyway. he really has a lot of personality. Uh, great to talk to him, and his mother was on the Zoom too. So uh, if you want to check out Luke 6 6.30 p.m., Friday, June 10th, We'll write about it in Friday's Tulsa World. Awesome.
0: Well, and and now this will be the, am I right in remembering this is this will be the second Busey offspring to go into show business? Or is there more than or is
1: he more than the second? Well, very coincidentally, his character in the show is Jake. Okay. Okay. And his older brother, 50 years old, is Jake Busey, who is also an actor and a son of Gary Busey. He hit the Jake pot. Gary Busey did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh dear.
0: Oh, dear. Oh, I I don't know that I can recover from that one. (laughs) Well, um, speaking of things beginning in J, I believe uh, this being the month of June, uh, Juneteenth is coming up. And um, I know that you you haven't completed the story yet, but that's something that you're going to be working on uh, for coming up, right, uh, Grace?
2: Yes, Um, so if anybody is interested in learning more about Juneteenth and getting involved in the holiday here in Tulsa, um, I'll have an overview of some of the Juneteenth events happening here in this Monday's Tulsa World. Um, And we've got the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, which will have live music and block parties and art installations, as well as several different events happening at the Greenwood Cultural Center that will be just recognizing different musicians, and educators, and political fi- figures who have just contributed to Black Wall Street and have really just made it the iconic piece of history that it is today. So, um, yeah, if anybody's curious about Juneteenth, um, you'll definitely want to check out that article to learn more.
0: Yeah, I've, I've, I've had to cover the, the festival in the past, and it's always been a very, um, very joyous and, and, and 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 fun and also informative, um, uh, uh, events. So that and 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 it is it, 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 it's just the one day, correct?
2: I actually think it's multiple days, but let okay. me check the dates. I think it's like the 16th through the 18th, maybe.
0: Okay. All right. Let
2: me see. Because I, I,
0: if I remember correctly, Juneteenth refers to June 19th. Yes. Uh, eighteen sixty-five.
2: Yes, it's going to be the sixteenth through the eighteenth, which is that weekend before.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, let's see. Um, another thing that we'll have coming this Sunday of uh, the Tulsa PAC is uh, recently uh, was approved for a grant from the American Rescue Plan. Act funds that the city of Tulsa received from the federal government that will take care of uh, some thirty two mostly behind this you know the backstage area things that need to be uh, repaired that have that have had to go for a variety of things but uh, one of the focuses of the story is Perhaps the time has come to create a completely new PAC. This is a this year's the forty. This is the forty-fifth anniversary year for the Tulsa PAC, and in the last, it has been this way throughout the time, but definitely in the last oh two decades of its existence, um, it puts on an average of five hundred events a year has an average of two a uh, quarter of a million visitors uh just to the theaters that doesn't include all of the uh performers and tech crew behind so this it's you know it's it's to to, to quote from a musical that's often been performed there the p a c has had a hard knock life and um to repair it would cost, it, 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 we'll go into all of the pros and cons of what to be done, but um, that's that's coming up on on Sunday. Um, I, uh, closer to home, uh, you have a story about an, a local designer uh, that has getting a national reputation, Grace.
2: Yes. Um, So since June is Pride Month, I really wanted to find a way to highlight um, creative people in Tulsa who are part of the LGBTQ community. And when I was researching this, I came across a local designer named Chris Murphy. And I reached out to him and he and I ended up chatting for about 45 minutes during his layover for his flight to Milan. And we talked a lot about his childhood growing up in Nebraska, Um, just his love for like all things relating to design and aesthetics, um, his journey to becoming an interior designer and moving to Tulsa, and also just what it was like for him to come out as gay to his family and just like what that experience was like for him. And Chris's work as a designer is really interesting. Um, He experiments with a lot of really bold color combinations, um, textures, wallpapers and shapes, and they just really make his designs look unlike anything I've ever seen before. And we just talked about like what inspires him as a designer and his philosophies for like when he's working with his clients and he's just done a lot of really cool stuff all over the country so if anyone would really like to learn more about Chris and also see some of his designs um, that story will come out this Saturday in Tulsa World and we've got a lot of really cool photos going along with it so make sure to check that out.
0: Does he talk about uh, you know since he's on his way to Milan Mm -hmm. uh, obviously he's he's international what does he talk about why he is basing his business here in Tulsa?
2: Um, He really just found a love for Tulsa. Um, After he graduated from UCLA, um, one of his best friends in grad school was from Tulsa. And he came here to visit her and just really ended up loving the community here. And he just saw a lot of opportunities for um, sort of like new contemporary designs that he could do because He kind of talked about like with the oil and gas industry here in Tulsa, there's a lot of like old money and a lot of people who were young at that time and wanting to create homes for themselves that kind of got away from the homes of their parents and grandparents who were in the oil industry and create something more contemporary and modern, which is kind of what Chris is interested in. So he saw kind of an opportunity here for him to come in as a designer and work with people here and create homes for them.
0: Well, um, it's always good to wrap up with Merle Haggard, um, <laughs> who is uh, one of the icons of country music. And Jimmy, you've you've got you've got some news about about Merle Haggard for us.
1: Yeah, a biography about Merle Haggard has been revised and expanded by almost a third. The biography is called "The Running Kind," and it's uh, there have been other Haggard biographies. Uh, very good ones but this one is done through not in contemporary biography fashion but it it tells the story of merle haggard through his songs it's it's very interesting uh one of the things they get into is uh you know we we assume every song merle haggard has was autobiography i can't say it but you know exactly what i mean autobiographical there you go uh, know whether it's mama tried or branded man with him you know being in prison before he uh, became a music star and the book really gets into which of these songs really is autobiographical and which are you know were written by someone else and they just he made them his own through his own talents but it's a fascinating book called the running kind and we'll have an interview with the author in sunday's tulsa world in in
0: in going had, had you read it before it had been revised had you were you familiar with the book
1: before this new edition came out no as a matter of fact i thought this was a brand new book and it dawned on me once i was into it like oh this is a revised uh project and uh, and re- the story reflects that it is revised as opposed to being a brand new autobiography i said well, autobiography uh, biography biography obviously haggard
0: didn't write it <laughs> and there's a good reason for that um uh, is Was, was there, in, in, in going through that, was there a song that you personally associated with Haggard that you were a little surprised to find that he hadn't written, that you thought maybe he, it, it, that, that you know, that sounds like something he would
1: write, but it was something completely different. Was there something yeah. really surprised you? I'll answer that by going a, a completely different way. Like, okay. uh, obviously, Oki from Muskogee was a huge hit and remains... Open to interpretation to this day, as opposed to uh, was he serious? Was he, uh, since he had some personal demons himself, was he kind of making a lark of that? So, what should we think of Oki from Muskogee, which was very polarizing back in the day? And it, but, but he followed up Oki from Muskogee with the fighting side of me, which he kind of doubled down on Oki from Muskogee and, and what people thought that song meant. He had a song he wanted to release after Ogie from Muskogee. It would have been his follow-up song called Irma Jackson about and about biracial romance. So the legacy or the path of Merle Haggard's career, what people think about him, might have been drastically changed if he follows up Okie from Muskogee with Irma Jackson, but instead goes to the fighting side of me. Good. Did he ever release uh, Irma
0: Jackson? Did that
1: ever show up? Or? I believe Irma Jackson did come out uh on an album but it was it was not uh and Johnny Cash told him like hey this this is going to be a hit but his record label just would not go for it at the time okay all right well if um
0: if all this has whetted your appetite for something other than we've offered so far we will be talking about uh the new Italian restaurant El Cime I think I pronounced that right uh which is um Operated by the um, the people that own um, Living Kitchen Farm and Dairy in Depew, and um, the Farm Bar Restaurant. Um, it is uh, Italian traditional. It's, it's traditional Italian cooking, but with Oklahoma ingredients, and it's 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 pretty good. Uh, it's worth checking out. And also they just announced that um farm bar, which had been uh damaged during the February fire that gutted Burnco Barbecue uh on South Boston. Uh, they are planning to reopen that in uh, mid-July, and they will start taking uh reservations uh, beginning June 18. So we'll have something about that uh coming up soon in the Tulsa world again as we say at find newsstands everywhere and at tulsaworld.com. well that will be our 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 chat for for this afternoon uh, we want to thank you all for bearing with us and um, stay safe and love each other Yay.
2: bye